Hello, everyone. My name is Daniel Bowden. I'm a partner in the competition group of Herbert Smith Freehills based in Brussels. It is my pleasure to be chairing this, the second episode in our CRT podcast series. Through the series, we bring you expert updates and insights into the latest developments in competition law and practice. Previously, we discussed sustainability and competition law. Today, we'll be tackling another controversial and increasingly important topic, cartel enforcement in the post-COVID era. To bring differing perspectives to bear on this topic, I'm joined today by three colleagues, Adrian Brown of Council in our Brussels office, Agat Esch, an associate in our Paris office, and Pilar Carrasco, an associate in Madrid. Hi. Hi, Hi everyone. As the world emerges from the COVID pandemic, competition authorities across Europe are ramping up their cartel enforcement efforts. It seems at the moment that barely a week goes by without news of a new cartel investigation being launched or a new fine being imposed. Adrian, maybe we'll start with you. Big picture, can you please explain what you're observing at an EU level? Sure, Daniel. It's clear that cartel enforcement remains a very high priority for the European Commission. Indeed, the EU Commissioner for Competition, Margaret Vestager, recently referred to this as a new era for competition enforcement. The Commission has revealed that it has an enforcement backlog due to the pandemic and that it is now looking to re-energise its enforcement efforts. To this end, the Commission has once again started carrying out unannounced inspections, so-called dawn raids, at the premises of companies which it suspects of cartel infringements. Okay, I mean, Adrian, it's interesting you mentioned dawn raids. We're going to come back to that subject very shortly. First, though, I'd really like to hear from Agat and Pilar about the general outlook in France and Spain. Agat, maybe if you could start. Thank you, Daniel. In France, the French Competition Authority has continued to be active despite the pandemic. In 2021, for example, it issued seven infringement decisions, mainly in the consumer goods and food sectors. Another thing worth mentioning is that in 2020, the HCA set up a unit specialised in the digital economy. This unit is currently assessing the competitive situation of the cloud sector, for instance. And another of its objectives is to develop new digital tools to detect cartels based notably on data science, algorithm or artificial intelligence. It would be interesting to see what comes out of this new unit. Agat, it's interesting to hear that the FCA is taking a close interest in the digital economy because the same is true for the Spanish competition authority, the CNMC. For example, the CNMC recently initiated investigations into the markets for the provision of database marketing services and for marketing services to retailers through online platforms. The CNMC also recently fined real estate brokers for agreeing to fix minimum brokerage commissions by developing an algorithm that tracks the fees charged by competitors. This decision makes clear that the use of an algorithm to facilitate a cartel constitutes a serious infringement. Most of the other recent investigations by the CNMC have related to its rigging in public procurement procedures. This has led to more than 100 cartel offenders being banned from participating in public procurement procedures in Spain. Some of these investigations were started as a result of the activity of the Economic Intelligence Unit, a new unit recently created by the CNMC to improve the ex-officio detection of anti-competitive practices by applying statistics and artificial intelligence. Okay, thanks Pilar. Let's turn back to the subject of dawn raids touched on just a moment ago by Adrian. At the height of the COVID pandemic, faced with travel restrictions, social distancing measures and a host of other practical challenges, most competition authorities necessarily had to suspend dawn raids. How things have changed 
with the pandemic coming to an end, fingers crossed, dorm raids are back and back with a vengeance. By my reckoning, in the first three months of this year, dorm raids were reported in Greece, Spain, Norway, Romania, Switzerland and Germany. Authorities, I think, as Adrian mentioned, evidently have a backlog of cases to tackle and are now doing so as an urgent priority. And in that regard, Adrian, I think the European Commission is probably leading the way. Yes, Daniel, that's right. In June last year, the Commission carried out its first post-pandemic raid of the premises of a German clothing company. The Commission then conducted further dawn raids last autumn at companies active in the wood pulp industry and in the defence sector. More recently, in March, the Commission carried out a series of simultaneous dawn raids at the premises of major car manufacturers across Europe as part of an investigation into the recycling of -of end-of-life vehicles. Interestingly, on that last one, the Commission coordinated closely with the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, which raided car manufacturers in the UK on the same day. This is the first reported example of the European Commission and the CMA coordinating their dawn raid activities post-Brexit. Okay, that's all helpful to understand, but that last point, I think, on cooperation between Brussels and London, to my mind, that's particularly noteworthy and surely a sign of things to come. Pilar, have you seen a similar increase in dawn raids in Spain? Yes, in fact, the Spanish Competition Authority only stopped down rates for a few months during the state of emergency. The CMC then conducted a down rate immediately after the first lockdown ended in September 2020. We assisted one of the investigated companies in this inspection. It was a shock at first because the client had put in place a very strict employee rotation plan to avoid the risk of COVID contamination, and it saw how its offices were taken over by the CNMC inspectors. But the inspection ran smoothly with masks and a lot of hand gel. It lasted a couple of days, and we did not see any major change in the practice of the CNMC compared to previous down rates. Since then, the CNMC has conducted a high number of inspections. In June 2021, for instance, the CNMC rated companies providing database services in close collaboration with the Portuguese Competition Authority. The latest downrates by the CNMC took place in March, when the authority conducted raids at companies providing security and surveillance services, which it suspects of engaging in bit rigging. Okay, Pilar, in particular, I think it's fascinating to hear about your practical experience of a dawn raid during the height of COVID. It sounds from your description that Spain was a little bit of an outlier proceeding with raids through the course of the pandemic. Again, what happened in France in 2020, 2021, and what is the current situation? The French Competition Authority posed its down rate activity during the pandemic, and has only carried out two down rates in then, compared to six in 2019. The ACA resumes its activity in July 2021 when it carried out a raid in the pharmacy sector and conducted another raid in November last year in the food sector. The ACA has not made any public announcement regarding any forthcoming increase in down rates, but we wouldn't be surprised if the ACA follows the lead of the European Commission and intensifies its down rate activity in the coming months, so has to reach the pre-COVID level. Okay, thank you. As well as a recent dramatic escalation in the number of dawn raids in Europe, authorities have also adapted how they're going about inspections, something Pilar alluded to earlier. Adrian, perhaps again you can kick off and explain how the European Commission has modified its practices. Well, there seems to be a general trend towards the Commission conducting shorter, more targeted dawn raids. In the Nexon's case in 2020, The Court of Justice of the EU confirmed that the Commission inspectors may make copies of entire hard drives or email accounts 
during a dawn raid without first examining them on the spot. The inspectors may then review this evidence at a more leisurely pace back at their offices in Brussels in the days or even weeks following the dawn raid. When they do so, counsel for the raided parties should be invited to attend in order to ensure that the inspectors do not read any materials that are legally privileged. Commission dawn raids have also had to adapt to the fact that in the new era of increased teleworking, a large number of employees may be working from home on the day of the raid. To address this, Commission officials will sometimes request key employees who are absent to go back into the office to speak to the inspectors face to face on the day. Alternatively, the inspectors may ask to set up video calls with those absent staff who they wish to interview. I also expect that there will be a trend towards the Commission making greater use of its power to conduct raids at domestic premises, that is, at the homes of key personnel. I agree, Adrian. In fact, the last dawn raid conducted in France in November 2021 in the food sector was carried out both at the premises of companies and at the homes of some of the employees who were suspected of having engaged in anti-competitive practices. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first case when the FCA made use of its power to search private homes. It will be interesting to see whether this becomes a new FCA trend due to the increase in teleworking or whether this was an isolated case where the FCA happened to have specific evidence allowing it to raid private homes. If I can also comment on the Nexon's case, in France, FCA officials usually seize copies of entire hard drives or email boxes during a down raid. At the request of the parties, such evidence will be put in a sealed envelope by the FCA and the FCA will give the companies around one week to identify any legally privileged documents. A meeting is then organized among the companies, the council and the FCA, during which the FCA will review the documents and remove any documents which he agrees are covered by legal privilege. In Spain, we are not aware of the CNMC conducted any down rates at private homes, but employees have been requested to come to the office. What we have noticed is the authority taking an increased interest in discussion that took place on applications such as Teams or Zoom, as well as messages exchanged via WhatsApp or Telegram. The CNMC also requests access to personal email accounts if used for professional purposes. In view of this, company executives and employees should be very careful about the language that they use in electronic communications, including those made on private accounts or personal devices. Also, recent amendments to the Spanish Competition Act have conferred new powers on the CNMC to conduct interviews with any individual that may be in possession of information necessary for the investigation. These interviews can be conducted at the offices of the CNMC or at the home of the individual in questions or by video conference. Okay, so for what the three of you say, it's clear that we're witnessing a period of change and reform in cartel enforcement procedures. As a final talking point, I'd like to turn very briefly to the sanctions being imposed on cartel offenders. Large fines remain the main form of punishment across all jurisdictions. Recently, however, we've seen interesting innovations introduced to further punish and deter cartel participation. Agat, can you tell us what developments you've seen in France? And then Pilar, Adrian, you can tell us what you're seeing in this regard too. One interesting development in France is the increased use of criminal antitrust investigation. That is to say, cases in which the FCA refers an antitrust investigation to the criminal prosecutor on grounds that it suspects that the cartel fines have also committed separate criminal offences. In this scenario, down raids are conducted under the supervision of an investigating judge 
and according to criminal procedure, with the criminal investigators being assisted by ACA case handlers, both during the downrate itself and at subsequent hearings. This development raises some concerns because downrated companies benefit from fewer procedural guarantees in criminal investigation. By way of example, I will cite three differences under the criminal regime. First, lawyers of raided companies do not have a right to attend the raid and may even be prohibited from doing so. Second, the sealed envelope procedure which allows party to protect legal privileged documents is not applicable in a criminal investigation. And third, parties cannot challenge the downrate before the judge. Another new development which has been widely commented upon is the adoption last year of new ACA guidelines on the calculation of fines, mostly to align its practice with EU competitional. But these new guidelines are likely to lead to even higher cartel fines in France. In Spain, the most notable development has been the increased use of public procurement bans by the competition authorities. This ban prohibits the cartel offenders, particularly those involved in bid rigging, from participating in public tender procedures for the award of public contract during a given period. Procurement bans imposed by CNMC to date have effectively been suspended because the CNMC leaves it to the Spanish Ministry of Finance to fix the scope and duration of the procurement ban, and the latter ministry has been very slow to take this step. However, the CNMC recently announced that it intends to address this procedural flaw by defining the scope and duration of its procurement bans directly in its future decision. Pilar, that, that's very interesting. As, as the European Commission itself imposed a form of public procurement ban last year, I'm referring here to the Commission's novel decision last June to temporarily exclude 10 leading banks from participating in syndicated debt sales underpinning the Commission's 800 billion euro COVID-19 recovery fund. That exclusion related to past cartel infringements by those banks, with the Commission asking to see evidence that these banks had taken remedial action before allowing them to take part in the recovery fund. Well, thank you, Adrian, Agat and Pilar. Although we covered a lot of ground, I suspect we could keep talking and talking a great deal longer about many other key developments in this area. Unfortunately, though, we are out of time. If what you've heard has been of interest, please do have a look at Cartel Intel, our quarterly update on EMEA-wide cartel developments, available on the Herbert Smith Freehills website. On behalf of us all, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Do take care and until next time, goodbye.